Hey everyone, Chris here. I uh, wanted to give you a little heads up on this podcast. We had Steve Neal from Hobby King. It was a fantastic podcast. Had him on to talk about the new ABS Grand Tundra and filled us in on all the specs and how that came about. Also filled us in on a, some new products coming down the pike, which we are all really excited about. And I think you guys are going to really enjoy it. The reason I'm doing this is we had Steve on probably 15 minutes before the podcast started and we're having some really good conversation and maybe he was filling us in on uh, things that uh, he can't quite talk about yet and next thing we know it's 9 o'clock and we're like, oh, we got to get the show going. So we did the show, had a great time, think you guys are really going to enjoy it and at the end realized that I never hit record. So we pulled the audio from Facebook Live and fixed it up the best we could so if you had any questions or anything why maybe the audio wasn't as good as it usually usually is that's why and andre's been on me and on me about making a checklist for the podcast so i have done that now because i've actually forgot to hit record a few times now (laughs) so i got the checklist and we're should be good to go and hopefully it won't happen again so here we go printer <laughs> <Woo! Bill Decker, this podcast is for you. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We are live on Facebook uh, for an extra bonus podcast here today. Uh, joining us in studio is Mike Collins. Hello. And of course, everybody's favorite crazy Canadian, Andre Russo. And check out his backs. Look there. And of course, our special guest, if you haven't figured it out by now, why we're doing the special bonus podcast. On the line with this, all the way in Australia, Hobby King's very own Steve Neal. Welcome, Steve. How are you, guys? How are you going? How are you? Yeah, I'm very good. Good. So what's happening down there in Australia? Anything exciting? No, it's around about 40, uh, it's still around about 30 degrees and it's just past midnight. So oh, my gosh. Warm down here. Well, we, we, we have to thank you for that. I know we all keep you up late. It's you know early morning here, and you're super late there. So we just appreciate you coming on, hanging out with us. And uh, we're going to talk about the new Grand Tundra that actually Andre, let me put, show it here on the screen, Andre has this 
in his hands and has been uh, doing a little flying with it. So uh, I I guess let's just jump into it, Andre. First thing, what you know, you've got a few flights on it. What do you think? What's your initial? Uh, You know what? What's really awesome is outside of the scale. I mean, this thing is this is big compared to the original Tundra. Uh, It flew uh, just like the original Tundra out of the box. It just went and like I dropped the battery and it took off. Now, naturally. I'm not flying this thing on 3S. I'm not flying it on 4S. I've gone straight. And you probably didn't drop the battery. (laughs) The size of battery you're using. No, no, no. And they they specify like a 6S, what, 4000 is a bad. I know. I'm like, I'll just use the, I've I've got batteries for my EDFs, right? So 6S, 6200. Oh, my gosh. 6200. Yeah. And it pulled and it rolled and it looped. I did add some Velcro in there just for a little extra security but uh it is amazing and it is um you have to take it apart obviously the transport mm-hmm. but it's built well it's designed well the uh the the ports for the lights the uh, and yes it has lights sweet um uh, the ports for the lights, the ailerons, the flaps, and uh, it's got wingtip lights and landing lights and everything. They all connect really nice. Four screws and a couple pins for the um, for the wing struts, and you're, you're off the races. So the next thing I'm doing is making a little wing bag, obviously, to protect the wings while I'm transporting. And it fits into my car. Uh, I usually load it tail first in, mm-hmm. and off it goes, right? And And it works really well. It takes up. A little bit more space, I admit that, but it's not as bad as I had envisioned. Like, once you get it in the car, it's no worse than any other big plane that I throw in the trunk. Um, so, you know, it's one of those things where I suspect this poor, this, this plane is going to, not poor, this plane is going to see a lot of flying action with me this year because it's, it's, while it's bigger than the original aircraft, it's not that much bigger and the flying of it, it 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 looks so nice in the air and you it's visually you just see it so it's yeah you're gonna have to give yourself a little bit of room but on first takeoff i think i was off the deck in under five feet easily oh you know, i'm sure so yeah um it just went all right enough about me though let's talk to the man who's yeah responsible for bringing this thing to market absolutely and real quick before we get to steve here and um pick his brain on everything i just want to throw out real quick if anybody's wondering or they're listening just want to run through some specs real quick it is a bigger plane the wingspan is 1700 millimeters or 66.9 inches uh runs on a 5045 500 kv motor aerostar 60 amp uh, reversing ESC because we know we have floats for this. Listen to this, guys: a 17 by 8 propeller for a four cell, or a 16 by 8 for a six cell. And yes, you can fly this plane on anything from a four cell all the way up to a six cell, which makes it a huge broad range. Versatile that way. Very versatile. Yes. So, all right, back at it. Get Andre back up here. So, Steve, obviously, we know about the regular Tundra. We all have them here. Uh, we we love that thing. Yeah. So, what was the concept of why you wanted to go with the Grand Tundra? It was obviously <clears throat> the, the Tundra's name has, has become, and and this model goes back a you know a while now. This is we remember this is part of Stu's original with Tom Hunt. So we're we're going back a few years. And it's not like it's obviously it's been in the making. You, you know we've teased it for a long time, right? The tundra it was it was uh, the next evolution of the of the, the normal tundra was to make a big one, um, 
it, it was always envisaged, you know, envisaged to be a, a bigger airplane. You know, obviously it's going to fly better, it's going to do all these other functions, but it's, um, yeah, the, the name Tundra now with Hobby King, it's synonymous with Hobby King. So it, it just makes sense that we would bring out the next version of the Tundra as a bigger one. So that's that that's that that was it. And basically, the the Tundra being such a, a you know a powerful name in the RC community now, you know we'd be crazy not to bring out a bigger version of that you know awesome aeroplane. So mm-hmm. that, that's what that's what's happening. Uh, um, go ahead. No, no, you're right. I was just the you know obviously the the bigger wheels, the the, the just the whole look of the aeroplane, just the uh, with the big flaps and everything else, the way that it flies is just. Yeah, you know, it's it's met our expectations. It's a fantastic plane. I'm very curious, Steve, spec wise, uh, how close to everything uh, from the smaller Tundra is the GT? Is it, you know, exactly the same but just blown up, or did you guys actually change a few things on it? Uh, obviously, I know it's got vortex generators on the the top of the wing, which I think it's a a, a great thing that you guys added to even make it fly better but as far as uh you know the aerodynamics and the shape of the wing and everything obviously the landing gear is different which i want to talk about here later on but as far as the actual plane is it just the same or did you guys do some different things to it it's the 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 wing's a little bit different if you have a look at the the core of the wing it's a bit different Mm -hmm. obviously the thickness of the wing is a little bit different and the structure of the wing is i mean it's it is just a blown up version but We've had to modify a few things here and there to make it fly properly. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, the the wing cord definitely. If you have a look at the the thirteen hundred, there is a few little differences there, but no, nothing majorly different because we understand how well the Tundra flies. Mm-hmm. The the difference between the bigger one and the smaller one is the weight. It's a little bit heavier. A little oh, bit, yeah, right. A little bit, no, but it, if you were to if you were to weigh up each component, obviously the, the weight, and it, it helps with the performance of the plane. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, you know, like we've, um, I, I prefer it on 4S just because it's a, an easier plane to fly, a real lighter weight sort of plane to fly, but on 6S it's a lot of fun. You can do some really cool stuff, but, yeah. So the changes, everything is just blown up. We've obviously made everything a bit stronger internally. So you can handle the forces and everything else, like you've got different wing spars and all that sort of stuff, but that's just with the size. So there's, yeah, there's a few changes, but it's only because we've had to go bigger. Right. Now, the original Tundra didn't have reversing ESC, correct? The the first version, but then they come out with a newer version, and it does have the, yeah, we have one of the originals with it. Okay, yeah, okay. Correct. I was just wondering if that was a new feature. And I think you should point out that note uh, that you did before the show, Steve, about tightening the... Oh, the propeller. being reversing because a lot of people might not think of that, you know. Yeah. But when you're reversing, it yeah. could it could probably wind off. Yeah, especially you, know, on you just want to make sure it's that's a, tight. It's got a nut, and if you have a look at the nut, it's actually got like a, a, a uh, how would you explain it? Like a thread that sort of bites onto the propeller. Okay, but um, a little bit of Loctite doesn't go astray because the last thing you want is to um oh, to yeah. do what I didn't reverse have it to or go something. Out yeah. Have it spin off and go for a swim. <laughs> and yeah, that's a good story. <laughs> it could happen. Yeah. Um, landing yeah. gear, Steve. Obviously, it's way different than the original Tundra. And all of us here, <clears throat> when we go out and fly the, you know, with the Tundra, and some other guys have some different stole planes. We're always doing um, 
take uh, short takeoff and landing competitions, and we're pretty hard on the gear, especially yeah. on our landings. <laughs> and and the, don't get me wrong, the Tundra's held up great, but we have bent the wire gear quite a bit, which isn't a big deal. You just kind of bend it back, and we're good to go. So on the Grand Tundra, yeah. you guys really kind of beefed up the landing gear with yeah. the big yeah. you know rubber tire. So just take me through that design, what you did, some changes, and you know how it works. Yeah, basically, it's um, it uses rubber band or elastics to give you the suspension. Um, the the wheels themselves, if you grab hold of the wheel and squeeze it, you'll notice it's a soft foam internal mm, wrapped that's around nice. the rubber. So it, it really um, that cushions the suspension as well. Um, we've done a lot of flights on this, and it handles some you know gravel and everything really well. I mean, obviously, it's going to wear down that tire, but it's like every other tire, and you know, that's on a plane, it's. If you drive a plane around a fair bit, it's going to wear down a bit. But the um, suspension itself, uh, it's all steel welded. You can see, the, you know, it's 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 yeah. yeah we're pretty happy with the undercarriage. It looks really good and functions fantastic. So it um, and obviously bolts to the main fuselage with um, eight screws, I think it is from memory. And it really spreads the weight between those fixing points. Right. With right. The, there. And of adjusting the the suspension using different types of elastic and so on. That, um, yeah, that was my question. If uh, you can, you know, put more on there or different rubber bands to uh, make it you know, yeah. more springy, softer, what you know, whatever you want to do. You can, you can, you go to the edge of where the undercarriage collapses, mm-hmm. and that's when you know you've got it too soft. Ah. And you can just tighten it up, continue to tighten it up until it's really, really stiff. But um, you want to have it a little bit of, you know, obviously a little bit of suspension. Nice. That's how it works. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's it's nice and solid. You've also got um, your nuts in there with the nylon, sorry, your screws in there with the nylon washers, mm-hmm. the nylon nuts, sorry. and that um, all bolts together and doesn't, you know, obviously doesn't uh, vibrate apart and everything else. So there's a lot of thought, and it's uh, nice and solid. Yeah, that looks really nice. Um, yeah. Now, does it come with the bungees in the box? Yeah, 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 yeah. So basically, it comes with those the the rubber rubber band. Mm-hmm. But like I said, you can change that to like we we've tried and tested a few, you know, like even um, elastic, and then we tried um, O rings and all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. But we found it just the easiest and most replaceable when they perish or when they break, or it's just easy to just change a rubber band over, and it works really really well. So it's good. Cool. Wow, that does. Yeah, got some durability. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna say, some... Andre's kind of jamming on it, pushing <laughs> He's on it. He's sitting on it right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, it, and the best part about it too, when you transport the Grand Tundra, you take the rubber bands off, and the suspension just collapses out flat. So you basically yeah. got. So it, 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 you know, you can lay it down in the back of the boot. And mm. This is. Out, so and I, I tried that when I was first doing my load tests in the car. That's what I did. So I just took a bungee cord so I could just keep it a little yeah. bit more flexible. But then I discovered I can get the tail in just through the back of the Elantra and put the nose up front so I'm good. And I can even link. There's a one photo I sent Steve. The wing struts I left on. But it's it's so easy to break down and so quick um, that I just tend to take everything off. Actually- you can actually take the wing struts off and put them through the back hatch into the aeroplane. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So oh, that's that's brilliant. And then, uh, hold on, one thing I did, I can get it from here. 
so I had one of my uh, my my servo tester box. Yeah. And uh, I use that, and I keep all my 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 bits and pieces in there for the four screws, and I've got the spare screws and everything. And I, I'm really happy that the Hobby King included a whack of spare wing screws. And I think you guys should. Yeah. Should should have those orderable. Well, I mean, I think they're a standard thread and everything. And then the pins for these struts. Mm-hmm. So, and a little, I just put a little screwdriver in there, so I'm ready to go. Everything is there, and I'll uh, I'll put in my spare rubber bands. How many um, how many wraps do you do, Steve, on your rubber on your rubber bands, or or is that something that you leave to tune as you uh, yeah. you know work with yeah. the aircraft? Well, like I said, depends if how how you want it. Like I, I like to have it so it's a bit soft, so mm-hmm. it yeah. takes some of the blows and the pressure off the landings. But um, we've wrapped it up pretty tight. You know, we just sort of go around it until you run out of room, and then you just hook it on again, and away you go. So cool. there's no real, there's no real, you know, oh, number. You know, some guys like it soft. Other guys like it hard. That's just how it is. Now, Andre, talk a little bit too. Uh, one of the big things with the regular Tundra is, uh, you know. It has or the GT, I'm sorry, has a, the Vortex generators, and a lot of people were kind of complaining about the regular Tundra because they'd love to have lights. We even have a friend of ours who spent hours and hours putting his own lights on it, but the Grand Tundra comes with lights, which, again, I think that is a fantastic added feature that you guys have done. And it's kind of got a cool feature that you can do um, different light combinations, correct, Andre? Yeah. Yes, so the landing light, big white bright LED is switched, so you can go from off to flashing to static on, and oh. then the rest of the nav lights are on mm-hmm. almost. Mm-hmm. So and and what's really nice is the 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 landing lights are actually on their own separate back, so they're not overloading the system or the receiver or anything like that, which is pretty smart. Yeah. So, but you will want a channel for that. So mm-hmm. it's uh, it is it is legitimately almost a it's a seven channel eight channel plane right off the box. So if you and if you want to add the um, the candy dropper, uh, you know you're going to need all eight channels. Wow does yeah. does it come yeah. with the candy dropper? No, no, okay, uh, not, not yet. The, can, the candy dropper is coming, so we it is on its way. So we, you know, the, the candy dropper has been missing out of our out of out of their stock for a while, but it, it'll be back very soon, which is yeah. good news. Well, well so- I actually, I put mine on, but I took it off for my first flight because I figured I could just see myself just getting hooked up in the snow with it. So, yeah. Uh, I'm, and I wanted to fly the plane as it was. Uh, but legitimately, this is probably the first plane that I say I would really fly that candy dropper and just leave it there uh, and because it can certainly take the, the, the extra weight and requirement. So. And I can imagine, uh, obviously, running on a six cell, you get load that sucker up, and it isn't going to matter. You know what I mean? There's, yeah, uh, it, uh, you could put some heavy candy in yeah. there. <laughs> Look out, kiddies! Put your helmets on. <laughs> We're giving a full Hershey bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a brick yeah. falling down. <laughs> uh, that's great. Awesome. No, but we're, yeah, completely, like, even, you know, well, obviously we've flown it a lot with the test planes, but then when we, we got the production ones and put them together and then flew them, we were just amazed on how, how, um, yeah, yeah how, how, yeah, we were really, just the quality of the plane, how it goes together, mm-hmm. how easy it flies. I don't think I've, I've flown about four of them, I don't think I've had to, to trim one out yet, 
So I'm still no, waiting for that. that. That was the funniest thing, too. I, I took off. And, well, actually, first I'll talk the build process. Of course, so when we get the plane early, the documentation doesn't exist. So I asked Steve a couple of yeah. questions. Mm-hmm. And, and he's like, oh, you, you've got this. You built the little tundra before. And I just went to work. I think I asked him a couple of questions. We went back and forth on a few little things. But it was it was as straightforward as it goes. It's like, okay, these screws are for the tail. Uh, these are for if you have the uh, the float kit. Uh, these are for the landing gear. And it was it just, it's a very logical, and it's not a yeah. complex. It was to the point that I'm like, uh, I'm not even going to bother making a build video because, you know, Hobby King will release theirs, and mine will be subjective a little bit because I'm guessing a little here and there, but it went together so easily. Mm-hmm. Um, it is such a, you know, and it's... It, it's it's almost uh, you know it, it almost makes me wish that some of the features on the Grand Tundra were on the normal Tundra things like the pins for the uh, for the struts you know that would make transporting even better because you could take that thing right apart but uh, you know stuff like it maybe maybe is is stuff like that going to go you know down into the to the lower chain as you look at the product reviews and redesigns. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like with the with the Tundra, the Tundra's you know obviously it's a very successful model in the smaller one, um, but there are some design features that we we'd like to change, and, and they are going to come out with the genuine version two, not the coloured Tundra. So you'll see a few changes come through with the Tundra, and then you'll see the version two of the Tundra. So there's a lot of news coming out with the original Tundra, which is fantastic. So we've got. Yeah. Um, some new colours, and obviously we've just changed the wing connectors. So there's some interesting stuff coming out with the Tundra. Um, but the the version two of the Tundra is in the works. We've got some things planned to change it up a little bit, so it's going to be good to see. So it's um, you know been a very successful model. So with you know obviously with the community being so big with that aeroplane and with all the suggestions and every one of the modifications that guys have done, um, so it obviously makes sense for us to. Um, to listen and, and to um, to work on that aeroplane and to make it a better aeroplane again. So mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That is, you know, because, I mean, yeah, I, I love my Tundra, the, 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 you know, the Gen 1, the first one in North America. Love it to death. But, uh, <laughs> and I think, um, I think, Chris, you touched on some lights with the Tundra. Yes. The guys have modified it. Yep. Yeah, yeah watch, the, watch this space. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> we love that. Yes, we love it. It's it's nice to see a product evolve, especially one that's um, been so successful and so near and dear to our hearts. Uh, you know, it's like uh, Chris and I were discussing our May trip, and he's like, "You're going to bring the small tundra, right?" And I'm mm-hmm. like, "Well, I want to bring the big tundra down in May, obviously, so you guys can fly." But he's like, yeah. "You're going to bring the little tundra as well, right? So we can all fly together." Right. It's just chaos, but it's yeah, it's fun, and that's that's. That, I think that's what this plane is all about for us. Is just you know a bunch of people getting together, trying to fly the same plane at the same time with the same colors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we um, we had a um, my local club. We had a, a swap meet just recently, and you know it was probably you know a hundred odd people there and that sort of stuff. And I you know I've got a I don't know how many airplanes I've got in my garage. Probably over a hundred. But I grabbed a tundra and just I flew that probably ten times and had had a ball. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's all I did. The, and that was the small tundra. I just got it out and flew it around like a crazy man, and it was um, yeah, awesome. You know, I was trying some new stuff I'd never done before with the tundra, like <laughs> reverse innings and all sorts of crazy stuff. And everyone was just like, "Is that just a stock tundra?" I'm like, "Yeah." yeah. They're just like, "No, you've done something to that." I'm like, "No, no, no." Yeah. Just 
what it's about. Plan. Maybe it's flying. That's the, that's what the tundra is good for. So. Right. But the big tundra, it's uh, yeah. I love the color on that and the scheme for it. Mm-hmm. The grand tundra that is beautiful to me. Yeah. I, lo- I like blue a lot. <laughs> uh, Steve, yeah. Steve, I got a battery yeah. question for you. Um, couple things one obviously we just talked about how we can go four cell all the way up to six cell now i i do have a uh uh an e-flight carbon z cub which is a little bit bigger than the gt uh and it flies on six cell and i know what that plane is like on six cell it is a beast so i can only imagine the gt on a six cell is just going to be unbelievable so my question is if i want something not quite you know uh, four cell might be not quite enough power, but six cell is going to be overpowered. Is a five cell almost like the perfect in between go to battery yeah, for yeah, this? You can, you can easily fly it on five cell. Mm-hmm. I would stick with the smaller propeller again because your amp draw is going to be less. But yep. if you want to risk it, get the bigger propeller or even put a different propeller on there. Just And obviously, with the um, like, even like a 17 by 6 propeller will still work on five cell fine. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, those two propeller choices work out with the amp drawer and everything else. So we've actually specifically designed it for four and six S with those. But if you wanted to, there's yeah. no problem at all. By you, you can run the smaller propeller and still on five, so you're still going to have plenty of power in the bank. So it's it, it'll work fine. Mm-hmm. And then, what's your preferred battery? What is your favorite? Four Did he say four cell? Yeah, because it's lighter. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean. I hot I hot all of my planes up. Like I got a Tundra that's on five cell, which believe it or not, and I've Ooh. also got a I've got a, a six cell Bixler. So I've um, <laughs> six cell Bixler. <laughs> yeah, <that's>, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So oh, one man. of the guys in the office, Nick, actually nicknamed the um, Sixler. So the Sixler. That's hilarious. So it's got. Yeah, it's got EFX running gear in it, so basically, or not really, it's got an 80 amp ESC, you know. How did you get the prop on that? Because that's like a pusher prop, like like 6S yeah, and yeah, then yeah. the prop. <laughs> trying to picture the prop with that. <laughs> wow. it's, 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 not, it's only a 6x6, um, six six, so it's only, it fits on nice and easy. Wow. So it just on that. <laughs> um, you'll see, it, you'll, that, that's going to come up later on in the... In, um, Oh, um, Hobby Kings! Uh, Hobby Kings weekly updates will be coming back. Oh, nice! That's great so news. Not, not straight away. Obviously, we've got our sale on at the moment, which runs out to the end of this month, mm-hmm. and that's that's taking up a lot of time with our video guys. So it'll be after that. We'll have some. So coming into April, and we'll have some more interesting products. Obviously, we're going to tease these products and get them out there. So yeah, well. the best way to do that is to um, to bring the weekly updates back for all of our. That's all categories as well, not just airplanes. It's everything that we've got coming out. So cool, sounds great. There's been a, there's been a, you know a lot of guys in RC groups and that sort of stuff saying you know, on YouTube as well, like when are the weekly updates? What happened? Where are they? And that sort of stuff. And we miss them and all that sort of stuff. So mm-hmm. we'll um we, we'll bring, but that'll be the whole team will be involved in them. It won't just be myself and the likes of Matt and that sort of stuff. It's everyone's going to be in there. So. That way you have plenty of content then too, if you have yeah. everyone's input on things and hosting. Yeah, that's it. right. That's so awesome. Across, you know, we've got some new things coming out in the batteries, new things coming out in it, all the categories. Sweet. So there's, you know, there's obviously we, we, you know, we've got to focus on everything that we sell. Sure. You know, yeah. All right, so Andre, we're going to put you on the spot since you're probably one of the very few people that have actually flown a Grand Tundra. So I want you to give me. 
some pros and cons of the Grand Tundra? Uh, pros. Well, it flies just like the regular Tundra, as I said. Uh, it actually was really docile and gentle and then you push the power and i'm i watched the video and I, i'm giggling away i'm like i really gotta stop laughing like a little scold school child while i'm flying because it's annoying to listen to but it was i punched the power i had never flown 6s you know like last sure. year when mm-hmm. in may we want to try the i want to try your carbon z and it just never worked out right so i punched that power went vertical and i was just like oh <laughs> this is this is this is ruining my experience. This is ruining my flying experience and setting my standards a little too mm-hmm, high. Mm-hmm. So, and so cons. It looks fantastic. Or sorry, pros. It looks fantastic. It's actually more transportable than I thought it was going to be, um, and it's certainly a really enjoyable uh, flying experience. So some and, of the cons. Well, put together um, nice too is a pro too. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. It, it it came like it said. It, the assembly was a snap. It, it comes together really well. It's it's thought out in that. So really, the only issues I had with it, <laughs> it's 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 uh, one. It's on the six S. I learned very quickly that I only have one charger that's really good at charging them so that there's an there's an additional thing that when you're looking at an airplane like this and you're ready to make that jump to success or or and it doesn't even apply to this airplane in particular but when you're ready to make this jump to success uh you know there are little other additional expenses you have to think about like my little six amp chargers just they're not going to keep up Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm going to kill them off just trying to charge the batteries right um so i'm like yeah no we're not going to do that uh and then the only other issue i had was the prop and it was just one of those things where something new was tried and unfortunately it's a painted uh it's a painted prop and i very quickly peeled the paint off that with some snow and ice so uh but but now it looks that was the only now it looks authentic like a real prop (laughs) yeah yeah it does (laughs) but But, um the, the the white propeller it's it's been we've had some issues with paint coming off it just from flying and um, just from actually in the box, but that's been fixed. So we're happy to say that that won't be a problem. Oh, nice. Yeah, oh, cool. No, no, exactly. Great. I'll, I'll put so in the, for an... Actually, um, Toby, our, our boss, said that the propeller looks like Jerry Fein, uh, Seinfeld's sneakers. He was a bit unsure about it, but it's 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 just a completely different, you know, the white propeller is for 6S. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and the so black, and there's a black those, one. Easily recognizable. Okay, the white propellers for success. Put it on, fly away. So, but now you were talking about batteries before. Mm-hmm. I've um, I've flown it with three twenty two hundreds all banked together. Yeah, that gives you six thousand six hundred milliamps, and it's really lightweight. Three graphene's just stuck you know, sideways in the bot in the in the tray. So that's yeah. a good option as well. So if you want to, you know, I mean, you know, you've got everyone's got a twenty two hundred three cell. Yeah, sorry, four cell. Four cell. Yeah. Now. And that was just banked up, and then I've trialled it with a, you know, up to a five thousand graphene, which is a real nice heavy battery, and it, yeah, that's success. Yeah. But my ideal battery that works good for me is a three thousand four cell, and a thirty three hundred six cell. So they're the two yeah. batteries that I commonly run through yeah. that plane, and average around about eight minutes flight. So. <laughs> So the 32s, I should be up. Or sorry, the 62s, I should be up for a while. Uh, and it took the weight. I am going to try 4S, and I have actually ordered some 6S uh, 3300s just uh, just because, yeah. like, Tom was like, yeah, if you're going to do anything with it, he's like, put the lighter battery in there. Go have some fun. So I will I will be trying some different batteries and everything. And as soon as those, uh, as soon as the refresh props are available, I'll grab myself a few just because I know how I am on props. So ironically enough, on my original Tundra, I only broke the original carbon fiber one, like, 
like last year and that's just you know it'd been beat up but i i clipped a piece of turf and it broke the it finally snapped a section off the prop um but uh like chris my experience we didn't even i didn't even know what the cg was and so i looked at my <laughs> look at where i put the battery in, in the little tundra and stuck the battery in the same pot in the grand tundra and it was funny because i'm flying in my video and the only thing i did forgot to do in my settings was put a t- two-second timer on the flaps mm. so so the transition from oh, flaps yeah. down to flaps up the yeah, back end would just kind of pop yeah. right right away it would just kind of move around but it was like it was just amazing to watch and just how well and like if you watch the video if i i like that first flight the first takeoff that is legitimately the I, that's me just going okay we're going and took yep. off i checked my control surfaces everything looks great my rates are nice and took off and it just jumped in the air and i'm like wow so the the flying if you've flown the tundra well the grand tundra the experience is the same it's just you've got a lot more power on tap you know so it's it's really and you can see the lights. That was a funny part. When I'm flying along, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to slow it down and come right by it. And I just crawled by. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you can see the LEDs in, in broad daylight. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, those things are amazing. Yeah, uh, with, the, with the throws, you know, normally you got it. It's basically set at 100% throws and 30% expo on everything. Yeah. And, um, and then if you want to do knife edges, I've just dialed it back a little bit with the rudder because I found the rudder is very sensitive. Mm. Yeah. So I've sort of, yeah, but that's the only thing. And then... Um, I've mixed in probably five or ten percent down elevator with full flaps because it really slows it down and nice. has that character. But yep. you don't need it as long as you've got it timed that they come down rather than just slot down straight away. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. It shouldn't it shouldn't balloon so which is right. So well, I, yeah. it didn't balloon. It was just it was just uh, yeah. It was a moment of uh, of uncertainty and, and yeah. yeah, well, that's <laughs> it. And so yeah, so now I know. Um, but I like the idea of just uh, the little bit of the changes. They are really nice servos in this airplane. I was impressed, especially at 100%, and, and they're fast and they're accurate servos. That was really nice to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could imagine with the... Uh, Go ahead, Steve. No, I was saying the motor itself, it's an SK3 5045, which um, is, is, is a, you know, a very nice choice of motor. We yeah. went through the whole, you know, and we decided to give it, you know, the power plant is obviously paramount. So it was, you know, a fantastic motor that works really well. 500 kV on 6S, it's plenty of power. It's, it's very nice power plant. Mike, did you have a question? Yeah, I just, I know with these larger planes, a lot of people like to tow. Does this have any, could it tow? Ooh, good and, question, and, I mean, Mike. Does, yes. Is there ways to modify yeah, it for yeah, towing? Good question, just, Mike. You know, just, just like the smaller Tundra, it's got a, a fixed tow point at the top that runs over the top spar. Oh, cool. So, Very cool. Uh, yeah. So. I'm not going to try and lift <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> so it works just, just like the other Tundra, just a hook and loop. You just tie it off. And Sweet. Got, awesome. Know. And, um, yeah, we've, we've got a like a three-meter guider that I want to try and tow with it, but everyone in the office reckons it's too heavy, and I'm like, come on, the Grand Tundra. Come on. Yeah. Come on. But, um. Yeah, no, obviously with that, it's, you know, a lot of, you know, you definitely pull a lot of uh, decent-sized gliders in the air with the Grand Tundra on 6S, that's for sure. Sweet. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's what I envisioned already with it. <laughs> Telling something with it. On, now, the floats and the skis come as an optional extra with the Tundra, mm-hmm. with the Grand Tundra. Um, basically, that was to to bring the weight of the shipping down as well because it was a big aeroplane. Right. Um so the foam box is a, 
you know, we need to reduce the size as much as we can. And not everyone's going to fly off floats and skis. So whereas the little tundra, it's, it's, uh, it's, probably, it's probably more, it's a lot easier to get it on and off water. People are, you know, it doesn't need a big space and that sort of stuff to fly it. Mm. Whereas the Grand Tundra, it's a bigger aeroplane, so you're looking at guys that are dedicated to fly it off water. These are the guys that are going to buy the floats as an optional extra. So that's yeah. that, that's what we looked at. And obviously the, the size difference when the, the Tundra itself, it's a lot smaller, so we can add the floats into the box and we can get away with it. But these are a bigger aeroplane, bigger floats. Um, on floats, even on 4S, it you know gets up on the plane nice and easy and just flies off. It's fantastic on water. Um, in the promo video, you saw us, we were, it was, we were really throwing it around. I was doing some spins and everything else with floats on it, and it was fantastic. So we're, even with the floats and that extra drag, it still flies perfectly fine, which is awesome. And then looking at the pictures with the floats, obviously it looks just like the regular smaller tundra where the water rudder is, you know, you pull the little tailwheel off, yeah. put the uh, water rudder on, and yep. you're good to go. Yep. Yeah. So I, we, we looked at we looked at an option to put a rudder on the bottom and the best way to do it was to keep it simple and it, to, to be honest, it doesn't even need, I've flown it without the rudder and just without the water rudder, sorry, just with normal rudder and it, with the reverse you can get in and out of whatever situation you want then you sort of take off so it's, you, you can still fly it without the water rudder but it's good, it's a good option to have it in there obviously. Yeah, and I like that idea. You know, you it's very quick, easy, and simple, and you don't have to worry about a servo or anything like that. And it works really well being that far back, uh, yeah. you know, on the plane. That's a really yeah. good idea. Now, another really good tip too is when you reverse the tundra, the grand tundra, is um, don't smack the throttle real hard in reverse. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah. Because you'll you'll sink the tail into the water, which we we learned mm-hmm. it was um, a lesson, but um. Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, it just just ease the throttle in reverse and you'll be fine. Nice. <laughs> are the skis a, just a, are they, are they uh, an upgrade on the original set yeah. of Durafly skis? So they're just a bigger version? Yeah, bigger version of the skis, yeah. yeah. Okay. The similar size to what's on the um, Bushmule, actually. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, cool. So that, that sort of size fits. And it's the same thing where they're spring-loaded. Same. Nice. I'll have Same to get my hands on a set and try them. Actually, that was a comment right away when I flew when I flew and published my video. Is like, you know, where are yeah. the skis? And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, it doesn't actually need skis. Yeah, These Tundra tires are awesome. But yeah, yeah the yeah. the ski the skis are nice. Um, and I've always wanted to try floats in the snow. Um, but uh, with those Tundra tires, they 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 work just as good. And if anything, you're going to get um, the problem with skis. If there's any kind of ruts, you get sucked into a rut, and actually you lose um, you lose vertical height right between mm-hmm. the wheel because that 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 extra bit of space between the wheel, uh, the axle, and the actual tire versus the skis. So you actually lose prop clearance in the snow. Yeah. Um, which uh, which can be de- detrimental to the uh, to the props. So. Yeah, and Andre, I meant to ask you, and I forgot about it, is uh, I've flown the Carbon Z a lot in the snow with with just the tires. So I was wondering, were you amazed at how well the big Tundra tires work in the snow? Oh yeah, I, I had a couple landings where I'm coming in and uh, it stopped like 
a little bit more aggressively than I was expecting. And so then I was starting to get used to just bobbing a tire. And so uh-huh. if I get out today, I'll be doing touch and go crazy just, just to have fun with them and just see how they respond. Well, I mean, like I said, I, I'm on the ground so little with the airplane. It's like, it's, it's you power and go. And it, I've, I did like, you know, no flaps, half flaps, full flap takeoffs and mm-hmm. landings. And the thing mm-hmm. is just, it is just, it's very readable, very predictable. Uh, I did have one roll over there, and that was just me letting the power go down too much. And then I turned and I put the wind to the back of the plane, and oh, just, yeah. I'm like, "Oh yeah, it dropped." I'm like, yeah. "Whoops!" But it, you know, it rolled over in the snow. We picked it up, knocked off the snow, and kept flying. Nice. Um, of course, we have to ask this question because uh, a lot of people live here. Um, Steve, do you have a rough idea on the pre-orders when they're going to be shipping out? They've already left. So. Oh, good. Looking, we're looking at roughly, you know, I mean, obviously with with shipping times and everything else, but mm-hmm. we're, um, you know, I mean, anywhere roughly around about six weeks. So okay. So give or take a few weeks here and there, but yep, yeah. So Good to know. They're, they're 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 definitely on the way, which is fantastic. So it's, you know, it's it's um, yeah. So any anywhere, you know, I can say roughly six weeks, and we'll leave it at that. Yep. Um, obviously. Once we know more, then they'll be sent out as soon as they land. So that's where we're at with the uh, with the pre-order. Nice. Good deal. All right. Yep. I- anything else? Mike, did you have any other questions, Grand Tundra? Anybody on Facebook Live before we move on to mm-hmm. some more e- and new and exciting things? If you want some questions about also, the GT. Yeah, go ahead. It also comes with an FPV canopy as well, so you can mount oh. out the pan and tilt, just like the smaller one. Yeah. But the smaller one, you had to make it up, and you, you glued it all together. Mm-hmm. This one is a foam. It's a full foam replacement cockpit that you just click in with a magnet, and obviously then you attach your camera, and away you go, so you can fly FPV. And then, just like the smaller Tundra as well, you've got the um, – uh, separate bay for your receiver, which is at the back of the aeroplane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And obviously underneath you've got the mounts for this, the candy dropper, which is going to be here with us soon. Um, the tail wheel is sprung loaded, and obviously that attaches to the to the back of the aeroplane, so it operated off your off your rudder. Yeah. So nice I, and I think strong FPV and, on the water would be neat. Mm, <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who's done it. There's a guy on YouTube who lands FPV at night on the water. Wow. Awesome. awesome. Man, that is a talent. That is a talent. I don't know what plane it is. But I've got no idea, actually. But we were, I think we just Googled it. It was just one of these things at work. We were like, I wonder if you can do it. So this guy's just done it. He takes off, does a couple of circuits, and then comes in and just just greases the landing on water at night. Awesome. No way. Oh, wow. That's wow. Cool. That's tough. I'd like cool. I see that. Yeah. Like a, I'd be after like a three-axis gyro, not gyro, but FPV uh, tracker setup, just so you can like lean over and see the nose and see the water. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how he does it, but he he, he nails it. I mean, the guy's a genius. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um. The but the the color scheme for the Grand Tundra was actually inspired off a real scale cub. There's a, a cub that's in North America somewhere, and it was inspired off that color scheme. So oh, yeah. That, that's what the color scheme here. And obviously with the two color schemes, with the, the original one's blue, mm-hmm. and it was inspired off that actual airplane. So, so Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, interesting. 
Yeah, the color screen. There you go. That's that's where the and the green. The green looks nice, but, but I love the blue. Yeah, <laughs> I like the blue too. I really yeah, like the blue. And you know how I, I am I about see green. Some photos and and I was finding the green one during the video, and I don't know. I, I like the green one that with the uh, with the vortex gold. generators at the top in gold and that sort of stuff. A little mm-hmm. bit of yeah. bling and that. yeah, yeah. But, but I don't know. I kind of <laughs> like the blue looks good, and then I'm like, I don't know. The green's better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um. But I'm colorblind as well, so it doesn't really matter. They're all gray to me. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So there you have it, the Avios Grand Tundra. Right now it's in pre-order, about six weeks out, $349 U.S. Uh, get your pre-order in there now. They're probably going to go pretty fast. Yeah, they yeah, that they're they're selling pretty good, so we're we're happy with the sales at the moment too, which is great. Mm-hmm. And um, we knew that because it was going to be you know it's an extremely popular plane, and it's it's come with that heritage behind it from the original Tundra. So and there's been a lot of interest, you know, like the likes of Bill Decker. We love you, Bill. <laughs> Thanks for your support. Yeah, this... <laughs> he actually asked me the other day. You know, I've, I've now finished on the Grand Tundra. My next step is to get the bigger Tundra. What are you doing with that? The <laughs> 2.5. I laughed. <laughs> so, um, but, yeah, that, that was pretty funny. So, Bill, yep. Bill Decker's obviously, like, he's been the talk of the office. We have a bit of a, a laugh about it, but it's good that he's, he's, he's that passionate sort of customer, and that, that's what we love as well. Yeah. And that's that's why we're in the business, you know. Like, obviously, if we, you know, if we don't have the customers, we don't have the planes, we don't have the sales, so it's... No. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Uh, yeah. Bill Decker is is with us right now. He's live watching on Facebook, and this this podcast is just for him <laughs> this morning. So I hope he appreciates this. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, and, yeah. I mean, jeez, uh, it's been a year since we you know since we teased it. Yeah. Uh, you know, do you yeah. do you want to go into some of the you know some of the the production and some of the you know. Uh, some of the developments about it as we talk about this stuff and talk about the industry or are we just content to move on and uh, enjoy these planes? Now we all know that the, you know, the, the models were released. We had a few models that were released when Stu was working on them and it was all part and parcel when Stu was with us and, and stuff that he wanted to work on was, was going to be released. Um, and it was more announced that he was leaving and it was, you know, partially to honor what he's done as well and all that sort of stuff. But it was, um, you know, these items are in production and they take a long time to come through. It's not like they're going to be, a, you know, they don't just take a couple of weeks to come through. Obviously, they take, you know, we've, we've got some changes that had to happen and some little modifications here and there, which we had to change. So these things take a little bit of time and we had to get the colour right here and there with a few issues with colour matching and mm-hmm. little bits and pieces to make it all right. So these all take those little, you know, little, little, you know, little small delays in production, but that's just going to happen. Right. And, and that's I'm, not the only... And like, oh, the Green Tundra is not the only project that we're working on at the moment. You know, we're exactly. On the boil, so it's it's obviously... It's one of the ones that's getting worked on, but obviously, you know, there's probably... You know, I mean, there's, there's, there's a fair few at the moment which we're working on, which is, you know... And each of those projects are like they're all your children, you know. You've got yes. to spend time with each one of them to make it fair. So, 
Right. And and I think everybody can appreciate, we've talked about it before, we have seen a couple companies, I don't know, I, I don't want to say they rushed things, but maybe they uh, should have went back and fixed a few issues or whatever, and, and maybe they just said to heck yeah. with it and put the plane out. So I think people can appreciate, yeah, we're, we were on a little bit of, of a delay with the GT or a little longer than what we thought, but... If you guys are going back and making sure everything is right and you know that this isn't going to come out of the box and have issues and everything i think people will, will appreciate that in the long run yeah of course i mean it's um yeah you want to get these products out to the market as fast as you can and you want to get them as good as you can as well I right that's the balance there is a balance there as well and yeah so it's yeah i'd, I'd say we 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 didn't rush it. We waited. You know, we could have brought it out a lot earlier, but there were a few little things we just need to tick off to make sure that they were okay. So, right, it, it is our it is our, one of our biggest project. You know, one of the biggest projects to come out this year. We've got a, a we've got a couple other big ones coming out as well, but this one in particular, it's the Grand Tundra. So we wanted to make it spectacular, and that's yes. what we've done. Yeah. Yeah. Good deal. So there you uh, have it. Avios is well. Avios has got you know a couple of other big things on the on the on the drawing board as well, which is going to follow this. Nice. And uh, yeah, we're pretty excited about that. We've got um, the original EFX racer, mm-hmm. which is going to come out as the EFX version two. Mm. So we had the EF Extra, which yep. was the clip wing version. So we've got that one that Andre's holding up now mm-hmm. with oh. a. Um, a different power plant in the original one, so and and then once again a new color scheme. So oh, fair so yeah, so that'll come back again. So the original EFX racer is going to come back as a version two. Nice. nice. So we've we've basically put the power plant from the extra into the EFX mm-hmm. um, and changed a couple of little tiny things to make it a lot easier to fly and a little, more, a little bit more economical, so it's good. Easier to fly? <laughs> it wasn't hard to fly. <laughs> hard well, to launch. The, the hand launching, obviously, on the on the yeah. 4S version of the EFX or the EFX racer, some guys, you know, were, you know, I've never had a problem with it, but you just... It's like every fifth, sixth toss, right? You just do something yeah. goofy and then you... It, <laughs> Hurts yeah. it, yeah. That's it. But um, no. So we, we've that, that's all been done and dusted. So that that's um, yeah. Um, we've also got a new Durafly airplane to come out, which is called the Slowpoke. Oh. Now, if you're familiar with the um, with the Slowpoke, which is one of the older designs of, of RC flight, mm-hmm. and um, you'll and you would have heard of of um, Durafly's retro range. We did a few the junior. Yeah. And the uh, 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 what was it? The help me out here. The other one with the uh, what was the other one we did? I can't remember now. Oh yeah, no, no, no. The uh, it's, it's slow flyer. Uh, Highway. Yeah, oh, I'm the sorry. Stick. The stick. There you go. The ugly stick. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Where it had the yeah the yeah. fake motor. Yeah, that yeah. was really cool. Yeah, yeah, and they were both you know successful planes for Hob for for Durafly, and the retro range was you know and when. You know, I come across this the slowpoke, and I was. It's got a really cool color scheme, and it's um, yeah, it's got big wheels similar to a tundra, not not tundra wheels, but they're similar to the tundra wheels. So they've got nice big wheels, and it's got rigging wire and a funky color scheme, which is cool. So that'll be a nice plane coming out soon. So, 
Sweet. That's actually in all warehouses, so we, we won't be that far off from releasing that one. So that's going to come around quick than what we thought. Um, the, obviously, we've just released the first mini wing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we got to talk about that board. for sure. That's on my list here. I want to uh, yep. um, pull up some specs and we can chat about that a little bit. Um, and everybody knows, I don't know what's going on, but these small little FPV wings, are they're kind of blowing up right now. Um and this yeah. this one is a mini class FPV wing. It's only twenty six inches or six hundred and seventy millimeters. Plug and fly. Just add your uh, RX and LiPo. Fast, easy assembly. Beautifully molded EPO construction and finish. Ball links on all controls. Large wing area combines with stability and a wide flight envelope. See, Mike, you like wings. This is up your alley. Yeah, I thought it was larger than the picture. I mean, in uh-huh. the picture, but it isn't. Yeah, is cool. nice and that small. That definitely appeals to yeah. me. Yes. Fast access battery hatch decal set with four different colors, Mike, so we can all get one of these and uh, change the colors and go chase each other around. That would be nice. And FPV, that's yes. going to be fun. Um, let's see, 20 amp. Aerostar ESC, Multistar 2206, 2150 kV brushless motor, uh, two 9-gram servos, and without the FPV gear, only weighs 220 grams. Now, what, what I really like about these little wings, um, only you can run it on a 1,400 3-cell or a 1,000 4-cell yep. battery. That's it. So, yep. And then all you got to do is throw your FPV camera on there, video transmitter, and you're ready to go. Awesome. Go, so, go up to the picture. Again. Sure. Awesome. Yep. And they're very robust as well, like very tough for an EPO plane. They're, they're awesome. Like we've, um, you know, we've really flown them pretty hard and mm-hmm. they, they come in, you know, like we, we think when we did the video, um, there was one scene there where I flew through like a, um, it's like a structure. Mm-hmm. And, but like, and I clipped one of the wires that went through and it made like a twang, but the plane just kept flying. Oh, just, man. It was, yeah, we were like, that was so close, and it was, yeah, mate, it had to have hit, but we couldn't see any damage, but it, so yeah, it's, they're, they're, they're a tough little plane, the plastic molded parts are fantastic, um, so underneath you've got a full belly, so it comes from the nose around to the front, mm-hmm. so basically you that, you know, the whole nose is protected with the hard plastic covering, and um, inside the nose you've got that dedicated camera part, which basically, so you fit in like a or we're using the HS 1177s, the yep. Turnergy coverage. Yep. And um, at the top, underneath the hatch, is designed for our hard case BTXs, and basically with the two screws, they screw straight in. So it's really? designed. Yeah, and the, and under the hatch. And then yeah. we supply you with another hatch as well, which is the same as this hatch, but it has the flat part at the top so you can put on your um, uh, flight camera. So ah. Like a, Okay. Or something like that. Yep. Yep. Wrap it down, throw it, and away you go. So, and it doesn't affect the CUG. It sits right on that point for the CUG. So, which is, yeah, it turns it's it into a, it's a cool. It's a it's this a really one? cool little plane. So it's um. Okay, I'm claiming blue and eight. Just no, so you're getting that. green, no, buddy. I'm not you're getting, getting green. green. I want blue and eight. That's what I'm. <laughs> I, if we get three of these or more in here, I'm having blue and eight. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Yeah. The going joke, Steve, is I have problems with green. My mom dressed me in green when I was a kid. Like every picture I look at, I'm in green. So I can't take green anymore. It's just oh, the going joke. Funny. I'm traumatized with green. Hey, at least your um, your parents didn't buy you one of those pictures. You know, with all the different dots to give you the the pictures, like that with the color sort of 
Yes, yeah, the mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got one of them when I was about eight years old as a present. But I'm, color, I'm colorblind. So. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Like, you know, you can see the sailboat. And I'm like, no. no I can't. <laughs> I don't see no sailboat. Well, I see dots, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, a question, though, Steve. Looking at the specs here, you have, um, where did I see it? Uh... 1,400 three-cell or uh, 1,000 milliamp for four-cell. Now, since we all fly these little quads, I have a ton of four-cell 1,300s. Will it? Will that carry yeah, it? Yeah, fit. No they'll, problem? They'll fit in there. But, yeah, okay. I've, I've flown it with a 1,600. Okay. Um, with one of the multi-star 1,600 batteries, and it was okay. It's fine. Oh, perfect. It's a little bit, bit nose-heavy, but it still flies mm-hmm. You know, perfectly fine. There's no... Excuse me. There's no um, there's no drums with a little bit bigger. Probably the specs there call out for a one thousand just to give you the right balance and everything else. Right. And plus, yeah. those batteries would probably be measured off a graphene, which is a lot chunkier than say the Turnergy blue batteries or your multi-star batteries or that sort of. So that obviously the graphenes are a chunky and heavier battery. Mm-hmm. So most of our specs now are just dedicated to to that. That that one size, then it's it's up to the you know obviously the customer can change and choose whatever they feel comfortable with in the air. Yeah, one so thing like that's yep. Uh, one thing I really do like about this because uh, a lot of our other um, FPV wings, whether it's just like a Swift type wing or just you know the EPP with the cameras out front like that, you know a lot of times you get that nose in where this. You know, has that? I'm looking at the pictures here. That plastic piece not only is just into the front, but then it wraps all the way, you know, up under the bottom, yeah. which also protects it on the landing. But I could imagine for any nose ends, you're really going to be protecting the no, the front, the nose, yeah. and the camera there. I really like that. Yeah, and it, um, and it's all all the like all the parts are you know thought out for you. Like you've got two holes in plastic at the back where your antenna would run out. Mm-hmm. Your, yeah. Uh, so your receivers at the back of the plane. You've also got like two scoops for your cooling, and then you've got for your motor and for your ESC as well. So it keeps everything nice and cool, and it's all you know thought out. Basically, you just put in your own whatever you're going to run mm-hmm. in regards to FPV gear, and um, then you're ready to go. It's um, yeah, and the package with the motor, it's very powerful, and um, yeah, hand hand launch very easy all basically all we do is just throw it on no power mm-hmm. and then as soon as it's in the air you just give it a bit of power and it flies off or a full power wing toss just full power and just throw it in the air so mm-hmm. it's very easy to fly. i would be doing the wing toss no. for sure i don't like the props oh, yeah. <laughs> doing like a football throw <laughs> scares me yeah. underneath toss man yeah <laughs> yeah he cringes every time he has to toss my up terry he's like oh, i hope i, I don't chop my oh, fingers off man I worry about Finger that a lot. <laughs> it's a running. It's it's been a running joke since our oh, years when, since uh, Stu was at, at with Hobby King, we he always had this funny joke about who's going to go to the park and toss him off. Well, actually, you know what, Steve? I don't think we've ever talked about you flying FPV. Do you? Do you fly a lot of FPV, or are you more I just a? I'm 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 line of sight guy, but I've um, I've embraced the FPV side of it. I have got a a um a T28, one of our T28s with a pan and tilt. I've also got um one of our uh, Grand Tundras with FPV. So it's um 
yeah, it's it's not something that I do all the time, but I'm getting into it. Obviously, with working with Simon and um, Nick, who's our electrical engineer, they're just like, Nick's pretty big on wings, so he actually helped design the the this and the Sidewinder mm-hmm. when we did some tweaking on bits and pieces. And Nick's uh, yeah, he's very experienced and very knowledgeable with wings. Um, and Simon, who's you know multi rotor FPV mad, so he's um. Yeah. yeah, I've embraced I've embraced FPV. It's been a long, you know, it's been a hard road, but um, I'm old school. I'm I'm like you know, two meter sports planes and big Oof. stuff and warbirds. Like it's um, you know, you, I, I don't want to FPV a you know two meter Spitfire, but I'll give it a go now. <laughs> <laughs> so so what goggles work for you? Did you find the Fat Shark, or are you more of a like a you know dual display or singular display kind of person? No, but with the um, I wear glasses, so um, I've um, I found that if I if I put on like fat sharks, I I'm just not comfortable. I just don't. So yeah. I like that first feel. So I've um, I've just got a big set of the I don't know the Cyclops work fantastic mm. for me. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, I just I don't know. I'd rather that than uh, the field of view. I just I just like as soon as I put on those the Cyclops the original ones, I was like. Yeah, these are going to work. And I gave my fat sharks to Ian. I just said, you can have them. Me so and that's, that's where I'm at. So, Steve so and I would get there. along very well yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm a fat shark. Yeah. He likes the head. I like, like the head. Yeah. That just makes no, me just, nauseous too much. The singular. Side. Andre, we, yeah. al- we already have a... Um, uh, what do I want to say? A competition or something we got to do in May. Uh, Bill says that we have to carry the tomahawk on top of the GT and launch it while we're flying. Yeah. So we already yep. have a challenge for yeah. May. And Bill did give you a big thanks, Steve. Just so you yeah. know, he typed it in. He said <laughs> no. definitely for the Grand Tundra. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, I've already told Bill. Like, um, just you know, he, he said we need something like the Giant Tundra, and I said, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> We might be working on the King Tundra, so yeah. <laughs> you never know. Um, but speaking of wings, the Sidewinder's next. Oh, we're actually mm-hmm. filming that, filming that tomorrow morning, or, uh-huh. or this morning, I should say. Um, so that'll be, and that that'll be out before the end of the week. So hopefully, the Sidewinder. So um, Sidewinder, look out for that one. The Sidewinder's out of the box, roughly around about 180 k's. Um, it's a bigger version of the Tomahawk. Mm-hmm. With uh, it runs a twenty two hundred four cell on a two twenty two hundred kV brushless outrunner. Mm. So if I if I remember correctly, it's got all the running gear from the EF Extra, right? Yeah, a little, a little bit different, a little bit different. So you're looking okay. at the EF Extra's got eighteen fifty kV. This is twenty two hundred. Holy okay. moly! Uh, it's it's actually faster than the Extra. Wow! Nice. Oh man! Yeah. Oh, Another fast wing, Mike. <laughs> Another fast wing for you. Oh man! But the only problem. And Mike, you're gonna love this one. You can't, you can't wing toss the uh, the uh, sidewinder. You have to actually throw it from underneath. Oh, uh, gee! You, tore, <laughs> you, sort of, you sort of flick it. You sort of flick it out of your hand <laughs> until the fingers come off. <laughs> <laughs> I've flown it. I've flown it plenty of times and haven't had a finger strike yet. Oh so man, been, I that makes me. I'm like nervous thinking about it. <laughs> you should. You should watch the slow mo. And you're like, wow, did my fingers get that close to that propeller? <sighs> nah, it's not that bad at all. It's, um, it actually it gains really good height out of your hand, so it's actually 
it's designed to be flicked. So yeah, you, you'll see it on the video. It flies really well. And, <laughs> I have yeah. envisions of my fingers just flying through the air. <laughs> ah. <laughs> well, you can actually. Uh. <laughs> I yeah. I mean, uh, an, a nice um, one of those fishing gloves would be good, you know, so you don't cut your hands. Oh like yeah. Chainmail. Yep. Yeah. yeah Chainmail. <laughs> That's what I would need. <laughs> the knife. Knife gloves. Oh man. Yes. There's a name um, for those, and I can't remember what they're called now at the moment. Yeah, for anti-cutting gloves. And and I will say, a while back, we may or may not have seen some video on the Sidewinder, and it was really impressive. Really? From, yeah. Cool. Yeah, really impressive. Yeah, it's a fantastic. It, it's, it flies really, really well. I've yeah, I've had a, a bit of time now on, on an older one that we had, and it, um, yeah. I can't believe how fast that thing must go. Look. Yeah, we had it clocked at, when we were trialling different propellers and everything else, and we had it clocked at a, just under 200k. So it's, <laughs> it's nice and far. Holy so, yeah. moly! Yeah. Well, and that's our box. So and it fits like a like a 2200 four cell, and around an 1800 four cell if you're going to use a graphene, fits mm-hmm. in there nice and easy. And obviously, like the Tomahawk, you've got dedicated bays for your receiver and for your VTX, a dedicated front section there for your cameras to mount in. Um, at the back, you've got uh, LCD, LED, LCD, LED lights at the back, which are programmed to match the different colour schemes if you wanted to do, like, the green, red, silver, blue, blah, blah, blah. And then that light can either be on flashing or flashing really fast so if you are fpv racing with these with another plane you can quickly find who you're going to try and attack overtake so yeah which is no it's a nice feature it's um and obviously you've got wingtip lights as well nice comes they both come in a box so basically all you need to do is to glue on your fins and yeah, you click on your controls, your control rods, and you're ready to go. Very, very fast builds. The longest part's putting the stickers on. So that's, <laughs> that's once you, yeah, you're ready to go. It's really good build. There are days yeah. when I love a good build, and there are days yeah. when I love just a quick yes. and simple assembly. Right. You know, yeah. yeah. Where you would have seen the original, the the original Sidewinder had was all white and it had the colours on the side. We've mm-hmm. changed yes. it up now. Got it. Ah. It looks like. It looks like a stormtrooper. It's got black and white, so all the plastic is now black oh. with the with the white. So it looks a little bit different. Uh-huh. So oh. it actually, it's got a bit of a menacing look to it now, which is pretty cool. So oh, I can't wait to see this thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The color schemes changed. You said stormtrooper and Andre yeah, all so. out. <laughs> yeah. One of the girls in the office goes. I was like, what's this? And she said, it's a stormtrooper. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the look we wanted. But, yeah. Nice. Sweet. So, yeah, we'll be um, finishing that up, you know, the the videos and everything else, and that'll be done very soon, and then we'll that'll be out. So that's not that far away, which is great news. Awesome. Now, is, is the uh, Sidewinder, is it close to being on the water, on the water, or we got a little bit of wait for that yet? No, it's it's pretty well primed to to go on the market, so oh, ready to rock and roll. Nice, early, so probably later 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 this week. So oh, sweet, that's all, wow, yep, yeah, which is very cool. 
So uh, like, we actually had a question on the uh, on actually probably posed for both of those new wings. Is there room for a flight controller if someone wants to install, say, something like an iNav or or just uh, you know it'll have a little extra stability? You could do it. Yeah, you could do it. There's obviously limited space in the front of these. Um, yeah, no, you could do it on the. Oh, yeah, no, you could fit it. Yep, I'd say yes, you can do it. Cool. It's funny because like this wasn't on the radar. Stuff like the iNav uh, technology or, or the or you know the open source autopilot. Autopilot's the wrong word, but you know uh, stability control with a little bit of return to home. Stuff like that wasn't on the radar a year ago. So all of a sudden, you know, it's like, oh, yeah. this is something we have to think about for V two, or if they, you know, if yeah. the power distribution and all the stuff, and you know, pulling in a little bit more of that quad technology into mm-hmm. your your flying technology. But yeah, yeah, very cool. Sweet. Uh, anything else, Steve? Did you have a? You've covered a lot of stuff here. Well, we've, <laughs> um, we actually teased a new navy plane coming out with. Um, Jurafly. Okay. Um, we've we've teased the um, the nose art. There was a girl on the front of it, and there was also a a bird. And people were sort of saying it was from the New Zealand Air Force, which mm-hmm. it is. Oh. And um, so we have a new navy plane coming out very soon. Wow. So guys have asked, is it an Avenger? Is it this? Is it that? It's um. All we can say it was. You know. A Pacific U.S. Navy plane. Let's just say it with that. So that's um, <laughs> that narrows it down. Um, the big Spitfire. Yes, Avios, Spitfire. That's um, that. That'll be the next sort of plane to come out from Avios, and that's well in production. So we'll see that not that far away too. So that that's very good news with the Spitfire. Um, and. The T twenty eight, the the T twenty eight, we will see in a new colour scheme, which mm. is fantastic news. We had the yellow one, and um, that went really well, very bright, you know, nice, nice and bright, very, you know, very very popular colour. Um, that popular, in fact, that nearly everybody copied it, which was good to see. <laughs> um, it's fan, you know, we sneaked it. I think Stu had one FPV a long time ago, and. That following, I think it was that following week, um, we saw a company release their yellow one, and then we saw another mm. yellow one, and then we saw a bigger yeah. yellow one. Everyone had yellow tundras. I was like, oh, not tundras, sorry, T twenty eight. And you're like, wow, that's that's that was pretty, you know. So it's it's good that um, with this color scheme, other companies are going to want to color, you know, copy it as well. This color scheme is fantastic. So wow. it's um, it's the uh, commemorative U.S. Navy color scheme. So there's one with a gold stripe. That's the color scheme. Ah, we we'll have to look that up. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get some, make a note yeah, of that. It's, um, gold colored. Commemorative naval color scheme. I think it is. But it's uh, it's uh, very it's a very neat color. As soon as we opened it up, it was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. So, <laughs> yeah, that's, so that's um, yeah. So and then version twos will have obviously. Some more of the Durafly version twos that we had before. Mm-hmm. We've just done the Mark Twenty Four Spitfire, which, yeah. which um, you know, that that's a, obviously a fantastic plane with the, one of the original Spitfires that we did, and that's came as uh, basically out in a new color scheme, which is in the um, 80, 80 Squadron that was flown out of Hong Kong. 
with the black stripes. It really shows up. It's a fantastic looking airplane, and obviously flies really, really well. Was we that a uh, was that a power plant revision as well? A little bit, yeah. We we kept the fiber bladed propeller just to keep the scale. Um, we've changed it, put a forty five amp ESC in it, which is an Aerostar ESC. Um, the uh, KV changed a little bit, so we upped it to six hundred KV. Mm-hmm. So it it and it's it flies. You know, it's not fast. It's not designed to be a, a superstar fast flying plane. It's a it's a warbird, but it yeah. flies with plenty of authority and and uh, basically we didn't change too much of the design because guys with a version one can actually swap the parts over from the version two to the version one. Yeah. So you can unscrew the wing and it's the same fittings and everything else. So it's um, but obviously we've put some ball link controls on there just to modernise it. And to, to give it a bit more of a V2 feel. So, hmm. very cool. And, yeah. So, but I think that's, um, that's about it. So, right. so. Steve, I had a question though. <laughs> Have you ever flown a bad T28? Like, I've flown ultra micros, oh. 1700 millimeters, 12, 11. I mean, I've never flown a bad T28. No, I've never seen that. I've never seen a bad T28 flying. I've seen plenty at the club, like, you know, like from. You know the the two meter ones, or you know the two meter, the big ones, yeah. down to the micros. I've never seen a bad one fly, and it's um, yeah. There's something yeah, about that. that solid. Yeah, there's something about that airplane, design. that design. It's just it doesn't do anything no. fantastic, but it doesn't do anything bad. bad. They're just a solid, fun airplane to fly. I don't know, and it's cool because generally no, they, they have you know land, uh, tricycle, tricycle gear, gear and yeah. uh, just a good airplane. I've got a mate who's got the original Park Zone one. Oh, yeah. He's had that. It's, I think it's got like four different wings on it. I think it's had like 22 different fuselages. Yep. And that thing just keeps going. Yep. It's I, hilarious. I still it's have like one. Quilt. Yes, I still have one hanging up in the basement. <laughs> Same thing. I got a couple wings. I have an original wing. I got a newer wing that I cut flaps in, you know, and it, it uh, put a drop module on it. There, Andre. Here, we'll put it up on the screen. Andre still has one. Yeah, it's, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, but our but the original T twenty eight that we did the eleven hundred one was was you know fantastic and then we've done a redesign with the version two and that was a true version two mm-hmm. so a, com- a completely new mold and um, <laughs> yeah, the, um so this one is is once again it's uh, it's basically a brand new airplane for us so uh-huh. it's, it's it's got the FPV cockpit in it like the older one did um. You know, runs off a 2204 cell. It, um, yeah, and looks spectacular. It's the it's the best looking Trojan that's going to be on the market. It, it's, it looks awesome. Actually. I, I could yeah, definitely have to pretty- check that out. I'm a huge T28 fan, and I really haven't had a newer one for a long time. And uh, yeah, for sure, I got to check that out. I love T28. Yeah, it's, and we've um. Yeah, we've got a few. Obviously, the EDFs are starting to come through as well, which is pretty cool. So we're, awesome. we're pretty excited about the new EDFs coming through as well. Andre will yeah, be very good. excited about the EDFs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. I, I, it's, we know 2017 was a bit of a frustrating year for you, for Steve, with just, just some of the delays and just trying to get some of the product out. But it sounds like you guys are going to have an awesome 2018. Yeah, you're on fire already. Oh, it's not just – it's not – um. Like obviously, Avios is starting. To, it's, it's obviously you know like it's yeah. it's been a bit quiet in that space, and now we've started to kick on with 
the you know the, the bush mule and also with the grand tundra now. So Avios is 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 back to where it was, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. And um, H King, some of our new products coming through H King are fantastic. Like all the Bixlers that we've had come through mm-hmm. with the new yeah. updates and everything else, they they've just gone from strength to strength. Um, the I don't remember the Super Kinetic. Yes. But yeah, the Super Kinetic comes out with a with a um, ball link controls and a brand new color scheme, which looks. Oh. Uh, Ian, Ian's done that one. It's it's superb. What is the Super Kinetic? Because I have a kin- original Kinetic. What's the Super Kinetic? Is it larger? This faster. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, it's basically just got. Um, it runs on 4s. Oh my god. And gosh. has a. Is it 3S or 4S? Might be, might be 3S. No, it must be 3S. It can't be 4S. Hold on. Hold on. I'm trying to pull it up. I think it's an 853S from memory. I fly mine quite a bit, my original Kinetic. Mike, I'll see if I can pull it up for you real quick. Is that the Super. glider or was that the small one? Super. It's Super Kinetic. Yeah. Kinetic. See if it pops up. Err, replacement canopy. Oh, I spelled it wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 100% sure it was like an 853S, and this thing is just awesome to fly. I had it flying in like 40-kilometer winds one day, and I was like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. And it's tiny, like, and this thing just, it penetrated so well, and then on the return with the wind, at the throttle and it was coming back again. I was like, "This thing is awesome to fly." Yeah, so it's a it's a it's a eight hundred millimeter sport glider, or sorry, eight hundred fifteen yeah. millimeter sport glider. Yeah, it looks looks nice. Folding prop. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot so, you had the original Mike. I remember flying that thing. Yeah, it's a cool little plane. Yeah, you know? obviously, it, the wing just disconnects with like a bayonet fitting, so it just pops off and. You know, chuck it in the back of your car. It's so tiny. Oh, yeah, that's fit. what I like about it. I always mm-hmm. had it with me. I think it'll fit in your center console. You know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Mine it'll fit. Tip it into the cup holder but, and you're good to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, look at the nose. But, um, Redesign the nose on there. That's pretty cool. I like yeah. it. Oh, it looks, yeah. So, you know, like new color schemes and other little tiny features in there to make it, you know, it runs, or I think it in there is a... XT30 connector with the battery as well. Okay. If I just grab it and have a look. Nice. What do you think? Super connector. Yeah, huh? yeah. I forgot all about that plane. I, I I had my nose. I had to rework that nose a couple yeah, times because I, I hit some things. Yeah. I've known a lot of people that have crashed them. It, it was a little squirrely for me, but yeah, I'm sure there's things I didn't configure right. On the you had your special mix in there, <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I probably needed some expo and stuff yeah. because I'm like, man, when I went left, I went left now. <laughs> uh. I think that's the fun part of the hobby. I mean, obviously, you know, when you go to the field with something this big, you need, you know, you you, you can't take two giant Tundras in your car. Well, maybe you can if you've got the right size vehicle. But, you know, to have something small, say, mm-hmm. like the, you know, the extras and all that. Yeah. So, yeah. you just get that mix of different flying and yep. different sizes. That's, yeah. that's where it's yeah. really going to be an interesting year because there is no one formula i know i'm in love with the grand tundra for the size but obviously when i go to the field i want two or three planes yes. in the car. yeah yes right nice 
Yeah, well, I used to. I just, I just changed cars. I just, um, <laughs> I had like an SUV, and I used to fit like you know, I could fit like you know, fifteen planes in the back. <laughs> and now I've bought, I've bought a, a sedan with. A, oh no! A you went the wrong way. You needed like a conversion van after yeah. that SUV. <laughs> no, no, Mike, 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 you would appreciate his car. It's got a big honking eight. Uh, yeah, it's good fun. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's good fun to drive. Uh, Give Mike's Mustang a run. Oh, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, we definitely know we've tried to fit planes into Mike's Mustang. It's it not a fun dog at all. No. I get like a quad in there, and that's about it. <laughs> a little race quad. Closes the boot, yeah. closes the back, a trunk down, and crushes oh, something. Man. I feel bad just shoving my kid back there sometimes. <laughs> 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 Put your feet up. He's sitting yeah. sideways in the back. <laughs> uh, oh man, actually, I looked at a Mustang before I bought this car, and I was like, "Should I get a Mustang? Should I buy one?" And then I was like, "No, I've still got you know what? boys to fit in the back and all their yeah. stuff and everything else." Yeah. So, yeah. What 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 did you get? I, yeah, I didn't finish too. your story. It's a sedan, but what is it? Uh, in the in the states, they sold them as a Chevy SS. I think it was okay. But, is it Impala SS? Because I had an Impala, but I didn't have the SS version. Oh. No, no, it's. Um, I think they even might have brought them out as a Pontiac back in the day. In, okay. In, yeah, the G. Well, the back in the day, the Pontiac was the G8, Mike. So it's okay. just a. <laughs> Adam Adam keeps yeah. adding E17 to everything. I know. <laughs> but it's a, it's an epic car, man. I was Steve showed me the photo. I'm like, nice. Wow. What color is it? Yeah. Green. Oh, no, it can't be green. I know it's not green. It's gray to him, whatever it is. It's, it's, a, it's, a light, it's a light gray that looks blue, maybe. It must be great going to pick out a car. You don't care. Well, we have any other anything you have on the lot. It don't matter. Yeah, yeah, it's, just, that's yeah. The lot, it, don't, it has like gold or something. Yeah. <laughs> My mom got a great deal on a car. It was the ugliest car color scheme on the lot, but she's like, I don't care what color I'm driving. It's like this, oh, it's horrible looking gold. It is so nasty. Like a greenish gold color. Oh, man. That's fun. All right, guys, there you have it. Uh, man, let's kind of run down a little bit. Of course, the Grand Tundra on pre-order right now, about six weeks out. Go check it out if you're looking for a yep. big, fun, stole uh, aircraft. The Durafly Slowpoke. The Tomahawk, the Sidewinder, the Avios Spitfire should be coming down the pike shortly. Uh, new T28 uh, with the V2 of the EFX Racer. What am I missing, Steve? Um, trying to think off the top of my head. Tons of stuff wow. coming down. That is a lot. <laughs> we, we just just obviously just released the the the, the Spitfire as well, and the yep. Mark 24, which is selling really well. Yes. Um, so that's one of one of the original v, of, of the original V2s that we're doing at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a couple of new and new planes coming through from H King, which is pretty cool. Um, we've got a yeah, like a, the Slowpoke, which is going to be released very soon. I believe that's in all warehouses as well, so we should see that in the next couple of weeks, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Hey, what batteries um, in the Slowpoke? 
2,200 four cell, but I've flown anywhere up to a 3,000 four cell, and it flies really good. In the slowpoke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking slowpoke's like a little 800 three cell or something. It's got a it's got a thirty six forty two nine hundred kV okay. I think at the front with a fifty amp ESC and it's um yeah it's it's a it's a blast the snap rolls it does is fantastic Jeez. it's not really slow I don't think then <laughs> no it flies actually flies really the, the stall I've had it up uh, this is on a four s four uh, two, 2200s and I had it up full up elevator and it doesn't stall at all it just Wow. Slowly, just to say, it is—it's ridiculous. It's got such a wide wing. Uh, the slow pokes—it's just like a looks like a butterfly. It's got this big fat wing. Okay. And this thing just doesn't stall at all. It's just like you're waiting for it to stall, and it just keeps like finding the ground. It's awesome. I think I got it. Cool. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you, Steve. So we um, we really yeah. appreciate you coming on. Uh, I Definitely. love I love getting all the like what's coming stuff and the you know. teasers. Yes, yeah, yes. there's always there's always. I mean, I, I'm last last check, it would have been easy. You know, like with the amount of airplanes that we have to come through, it's fantastic and it's very exciting. Yeah. Um, you know, we you know the from EDFs to you know to to micros, it's fantastic. Some of the stuff we have coming through, so. Right. And, um, you know, I can, yeah. I can kind of, I think, speak to our listeners, you know, before we were doing a podcast or maybe, you know, these podcasts got popular and you couldn't talk to the developer or somebody from a company as you just sat back every week, like going, man, I wonder who's going to bring out a new plane or what's it going to be? Or you're always just wondering. And now, you know, we're very fortunate enough to be able to talk to, you know, people like you, Steve, the product developers and, and get the insight and, I think people appreciate the the products you the put work, out more, the work, the work that it. goes into it. Yes, all the R and D and what's coming down. You know, so I mean, it's it's fantastic. I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's, um, it's it's it's. Oh, I mean, it's, it's. I mean, a lot of the guys out there that that's what they thrive on too. I remember before I worked at Hobby King, it was always exciting to see the new stuff that's yes, going to be released. Absolutely, any of the manufacturers are always excited about the you know what was the latest and greatest to come out, or you might have got a snippet or a tease or something yes. that's going to come out soon. And, um, yeah, it's always good to see right. know, these, these new and exciting developments, especially with the industry, like with the techniques and the building and everything else. You see a lot of, you know, fantastic products that come through. Yes. It's good to see how they're manufactured and, and you know, what certain companies have done and, and, you know, what have they done in the past. And you can really see the development from, like, the early days, even speaking from Durafly to where they are now, like the 109 is perfect. It, that thing is fantastic. I love that plane. Yes. And to see, like from the original Durafly models, to see the development in the scale and the technique and yep. the design yep. and everything else is fantastic. So it's, yep. you know, what, what's in store for the next couple of years, you know, I know. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, we were... Uh, and, and, but it, it's... it's it's the changes that we, with every model, with Durafly, it's sort of been a standard too with everything that we release. We want to do something else to add to that aeroplane, you know, like it was the the bomb release with the P-40 came out and then we had this awesome scale detailed Spitfire, the, the 1100, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then we've gone with the bomb drop and this awesome scale detail, which has gone up again the next level with the 109, so. Yeah. 
Chris is killing me. Because I, I want to fly this VF-109 <laughs> so bad. Like, today where it's going to get mid-50s or yeah. something. And he's got commitments with baseball. Yeah. I'm like, no, yeah. no. It's staring at me <laughs> right know. now. I'm like, and oh, gosh. I want to get out there with that. It's it's funny, too, because after the podcast, we talked about the 109. I think, Mike, we were we were talking. You have one of the original uh, Durafly Corsair. Yes. And just yes. the yep. comparison from that to this, oh, man. just the differences, yes. it's night and day. You know, yeah. just a few year, a few years for I forget how long ago it was, four or five years. Ugh. Big difference. Looks so awesome. Yeah, yeah, but all of the, all of the like even even like if you look at the Spitfire that we're about to release and the original Durafly Spitfire, which I think I, I don't have that. The, <laughs> the, the big the big fourteen hundred original Spitfire, the, the first ever Durafly model was a um, was a fourteen hundred mm-hmm. Spitfire, which and yet. You know, I've got one, and to see the difference between that and this Spitfire, yeah, just in the it'd look, be interesting to see. Yeah, yeah. Mike has that one, same. One I have, I, yeah, it was actually I think Chad. Chad, yeah, yeah, he and gave that's you the that. one. David Vindestall yeah, wrecked yeah, it. Right. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get out and fly that. Too. Yeah, I mean, I've still got, I've still got one in a box, and you know, I'm I've, sure yours looks a lot better than mine. <laughs> yeah, it's, and I'm kind of like. It, it kind of looks like a Spitfire if you squint. <laughs> yeah. But now the new one, with the you know the advancement in the, in the molding techniques oh, and the design and everything else, and Tom Hunt obviously put in a lot of work with, mm-hmm. in regards to the wing and the design and how it flies and everything else. And um, man, that that thing is just spectacular. It, it, like I, I've got two at work at the moment, and I just look at them and, as a Spitfire tragic. I'm trying to find things that are wrong with him now. <laughs> I'm like, all right, where's this part? And I'm like, damn it. He's, he's got that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, it actually, like, and when I, I think I've said to him before, like, when I first saw it fly, I was like, man, that, that's a Spitfire. That's mm. just unreal. And mm-hmm. as a Spitfire tragic, it's pretty cool to see. So Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks so again. We can go on and talk about Oh, I know. Hours, so we went. Yeah, yep. we will definitely have you on again and soon. We will. Yep, yes. for sure. We. Uh, it's always a pleasure talking with you. For sure. Uh, we got to uh, run down some sponsors and a couple other little things before we get off here, but we don't want to bore you with that, Steve. And I know it's late there, so we will let you go. Um, but again, no, it's we, actually early now. Oh yeah, early <laughs> yeah. in the morning. <laughs> she now, said yeah. early. Yeah. <laughs> That's commitment. We appreciate it, Steve, because yes. we get the engagement with our with our fans in the morning. So yeah. Yeah, no, it's all, it's all good. It's it's a pleasure to have you know to be on the show and, and to talk about our products. And it's always good to, to talk with you know passionate and like minded people and that sort of stuff. So that that's what it's all about. Right, right. That, Our, that includes you, Bill Decker. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if he's passionate or not. I can't. It's like blaring through yeah. my phone, the passion. Yes, you know, kind of like what he said. He's retired. What else does he have to do but to look for a GT every day, you know? But uh, that's right. good. It's yeah. good fun. See so, it in his hands. Good news. Yeah. All right, guys. All right, Steve. Thank you. Thanks again. No problem. Take All right. care. All right, See you guys. Bye. See ya. Bye. All right. There you have it. Steve Neal from Hobby King. Man, what? they have a ton of stuff. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Man, I can't believe the stuff they got uh, coming down. Um, okay, Andre, just a couple things here real quick. Uh, I wanted to run down. Um, I don't know if you had anything you wanted to add, but one thing Robert uh, Goff got a hold of me yesterday. He wanted now probably the next podcast, Andre. We're going to get uh, and, they, and I know 
Nathan Saylor was on here early, and he probably doesn't even know about this yet, but maybe he's still listening. Uh, we're going to try to get Nathan and Abby Saylor on the next show briefly because they have a big flying event coming up. And Robert Goff got a hold of me and wanted me to talk about it a little bit. But I'm just going to throw out some dates and stuff, and then next podcast we'll try to get those two on. And, he's and still here. Oh, good. And uh, we'll try to get a little more information. But the RC Sailors are having a big flying event. June 15th through the 17th at the Vinton County Airport. So if you guys are around that area or anything around those dates, go check it out. Uh, Anything RC is welcome, which is a little different. You can have cars, trucks, planes, helis, quads, gas, nitro, electric. So Wow, the open platform there. Yes. Uh, uh, Let's see. There will be tent and RV camping, hotels nearby. Uh, and there is an event page, which maybe we can link up on our website, and we'll put it up on our Facebook forum. Uh, so once again, we're just throwing out the dates, and hopefully on our next podcast. He said it's Father's Day weekend. Father- what a oh, that is Father's a Day. perfect, <laughs> perfect weekend. Perfect. So we'll try to maybe get those two on uh, next podcast, get a little bit more information uh, out there for them, and get, get some people registered. Uh, anything you wanted to add, Andre? I forgot to ask you. Or are you pretty good? <laughs> no, I'm 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 going to go flying. It's oh, cold, but yep, I'm going to go flying. Yep. And then, uh, okay, real quick, we got to mention our new sponsor. This is actually a bonus podcast for them. GetFPV.com. Yeah. Uh, they've come on board to help us out for the next few months, just to you know help us out and keep the the show going. So we really appreciate it. We love all the guys, Sean, Mike, uh, Jeff, and Roy from GetFPV. So real quick, I just got to plug them, uh, give them a shout out. Fantastic company. If you're looking anything in the drones or FPV, they're the people to go check out. GetFPV.com. When you buy a drone or drone parts online, it's usually shipped from overseas and takes weeks to get delivered or sometimes even missing because a battery got holed up in customs. I've, that's happened to me, Mike, and I, you know, took weeks and weeks and weeks, sometimes months to get my stuff. If you're buying a gift or simply want to use a drone, drone parts for a special occasion, you will likely be very disappointed at the experience from ordering overseas. If you're new to drone, in, uh, if you're new to drone and Want some better services? Get FPV.com ship, ships drone and drone accessories directly from the warehouse in the United States. Same day shipping. Their knowledge support staff is there to w- reach within email, Facebook, or even video conference or FaceTime to help you out. They're the number one shop for drone and FPV. Same day shipping is awesome. Mike, I can order stuff. They're all the way in Florida. Ship it, and within two to three days, it's at my doorstep. Awesome. That is really nice. Now, a lot of people don't know, when you buy a consumer or commercial drone or drone gears online, it's usually manufactured by some unknown factory overseas who likely infringe a popular high-value U.S. design products without knowing the engineering specifications that matters most to a drone's flying time, aerial dynamic flows, and a lot of other key engineering design factors. If you are a drone OEM hobbyist, drone racer, enthusiast, beginner who loves flying drones and first-person view experience, but not sure who is the trusted store to shop, go check out GetFPV.com and also check out their Lumineer-branded drones for both consumer and commercial drone gears, all designed in the U.S., manufactured in their own facilities overseas to exact specifications and standards. Worldwide supplier of drone and FPV gear. Oh, one thing I wanted to mention, too. 
If you guys are looking for good quality batteries too, I have bought quite a few of the Lumineer batteries. They're very reasonably priced and high quality. So if you're looking for a good battery, especially I know ones quite for, a few, few yeah, people that use Lumineer. For uh, multi-rotors and anything like that, they have the specific size and C ratings and everything for any uh, drone related. Also, here's the most exciting part. If you want to go check out some stuff or buy some gear, drones or whatever, if you use After Hours 2018 and you spend over $120, you will get 10% off your entire order. So that's After Hours 2018, spend over $120, you get a 10% discount. So go check out Get FPV. And one last thing real quick, if you're new to anything drone or FPV related, they have a website that will really help you out. It's getfpv.com slash learned. Go on there and they explain everything from different drones, con flight controllers, ESCs, the different aspects, everything, of FPV and you stuff, know, cameras and you goggles and, and a lot of information on there. I know we've been getting some email questions about you know FPV and what to get, and that will really explain it a little bit. So, getfpv.com. We thank those guys for coming on board and helping us out and keeping the show going. So, there you have it, guys. Another RC After Hours show here. We're going to wrap it up. i got to get out here and get to uh, baseball, uh, unfortunately. Uh, um, but we had a great time talking to Steve. Again, He's it's yeah. just a wealth of knowledge and what they got going on. And, I, and Andre mentioned it, 20, uh, 2017 was really kind of a bummer and slow for them, but they're really... Sounds like they got back in. Yes. And they're really going now. Yes, yeah. Firing so, on all cylinders. Right, right. Um, yeah, I, you know what? I I can't wait to see his products. I know right now we're we're dealing with Still a lot of uh, Stewart's legacy yeah. products, right? So I can't wait to see what he rolls sure. out under his uh, his you know, thoughts his and ideas. Yes, yep, it'll be interesting for yep. sure. So I think that's about it. We're going to get out of here. Uh, fortunately, we're not going to get to do any flying. But it sounds like Andre, what are you taking out the GT? I take it. GT, it's cold. It's like minus twenty or minus seventeen, Ooh. and Ooh. but low wind and sunny. So I'll take the, you know, uh, I'll bundle up, and but I'm going flying. I got good, some batteries good I need to wear out. I hope you have no mishaps. <laughs> oh, oh uh, Robert Gothass, he's watching on there. He says, "What's the number one star?" Uh, Actually, that's, that, that's my phone. That's Mike's phone holder, <laughs> but uh, it just says number one dad. I think one of my sons got it. We, but it works great but, yeah. for me. So I, I, I leave found it in here. I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. But uh, all right, thanks Andre for everything and setting up the uh, Steve interview and coming on, hanging out, and I hope you have fun and everything goes well. Thanks Mike for uh, last minute coming in the studio and hang out. <laughs> uh, and you won't be here next weekend though, right? Correct. Correct. So Mike will be out. We'll see if I can. I miss the sailors. It sounds like. Yeah. So I will see if uh, we can get uh, somebody else in here, hang out, or maybe we'll get Pat and Scott in here. I haven't talked to them for a while, see if he's flown the, the F-105. I'll do my best to tune in. Yeah, so other than that, we're out of here. Thanks, guys. Yeah, because, you know, we're going to do our show. Yep. And then the first is uh, is Easter weekend, so we're going to miss our we're gonna miss our one-year anniversary show, so we'll do that the following weekend. Yep, so. absolutely. We're them all up, folks. Yep. All right, there, I've ruined the extra. All right. <laughs> All right. See you See guys. You guys.